0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Spicy Life Podcast. And today I have a special guest, Jessica Courthouse, who is the founder and CEO of SoHouse, which is an educational platform and a membership community that provides marketing and branding educational programs to help early stage female founders grow and market their businesses. She's a powerhouse brand strategist, senior marketer, and acknowledged professional among her colleagues. In her tenure, she has worked alongside many incredible brands, including Red Bull, TEDx Women, Girls Who Code, Stanford University, Bloomingdale's, and Florida Institute of Technology. Jessica is a two-time organizer for Techstar Startup Weekend, a mentor for the Social Enterprise Alliance, brand advisor to Rebuild Globally, a 40 and their 40 honoree, A a woman who means business, honoree, and was most recently listed as woman to watch in 2019 and beyond by the National accredited Publication, BizWomen. Welcome, Jessica. I'm so excited to have you.
1: Hi, Farah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yay. All right. I'm going to get us started. I can't wait to talk because a lot of my listeners are entrepreneur females, and I can't wait to get us you know, our talk has started. I want to hear about your journey, how this all started for you.
1: Yeah, sure. So entrepreneurship is actually something that was sort of forced onto me. It was a situation where um, I had my dream corporate job in fashion. And um, I was the assistant director of PR for this big fashion brand. And I had like plans to move to New York City. It was just like, my life's work. I was going. And then on a Friday afternoon, I found out that the company had cut my position across the entire company. So everyone who had my position no longer had one. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. So I really, I was like devastated. And entrepreneurship was not something that I understood. I had no relationship with it. And, um, I went home after being let go from my job and my now husband, but we were just dating at the time. We had like seven bottles of wine and like lots of pasta and talked about our lives and like what we wanted out of our lives. And we just decided that we really wanted to create something together. And he was um, working in technology and he was sort of, done with like the work that he had been doing um he had the technology and creative background i had the marketing and pr background so we decided to start an agency that weekend and like poof we were in business monday morning and that's how we wow. became an entrepreneur
0: <laughs> wow that's a fascinating story
1: thanks yeah that's it's so been it's been a very wild ride wow. Mm-hmm.
0: wow and so how i mean all these incredible achievements that you have done and, and you know how, you know tell me how what does it take to be a successful entrepreneur a lot of times you know people are scared and they read all these uh, headlines oh one out of this this many entrepreneurs actually make it and if you like you know tell us how do you what kind of advice would you give to people like that
1: yeah Not- yeah well I think it first goes back to everyone has a different definition of success and I think that's really important right So for me, I'm also a working mom. I have a little toddler. It's very important to me to be present with her. Like I am not that entrepreneur who slaves away at my business 24 seven. I don't work on the weekends. I turn off my computer at like 5 p.m. on Friday. And um, these are boundaries that I've put in place long ago that help me maintain focus and stay fulfilled with the work that I'm doing. So your question about like, how do you be successful? I think it's just first identifying what does success mean to you? So for the sake of our agency, the agency that I started with my now, my now husband, our definition of success was to work with amazing companies and build beautiful, meaningful brands. That was it. And so we just started that Monday morning and we had no idea what we were doing. I just went out in the community. I started attending events and it was just all organic. And we had the agency for about four and a half years. And that's when we did, you know, we got to work with Red Bull. We got to work with TEDx Women, We got to work with Girls Who Code and all these other really great brands. And at the time, like we were really successful because we were doing work that we loved. We built a very small team and we were not a huge agency. You know, we weren't like giant or anything like that, but we were doing meaningful work and we enjoyed our jobs. And oftentimes I think that that is very much overlooked. Um, our, the entrepreneurial culture that has been created in our society says that you have to be hustle, hustle, hustle all the time, all the time. And um, I just find that not to be true. I think it's all about creating boundaries and just doing meaningful work that brings you joy.
0: That's beautifully said. I loved how you said about not like working, working, working. And and, and so many can relate to that because I see people that talk about like, Oh, like grind now and you know like a lot of grinding and I um, I loved what you said you set those boundaries from the beginning you're like this is my schedule because this is what's important to me and this is this is what's gonna work and you dictated that for yourself and you're still doing that mm-hmm. and uh, beautifully said how does one what are some of the principles that have worked for you uh with, when it comes to mindset you know going in there with the mindset
1: yeah gosh I feel like those have just evolved over time I mean before I was a mom, I had a different set of principles, and then I became a mom, and then that changed my life, and now, you know, as my daughter gets older, I have a different set of principles, so I feel like it's this sort of, like, evolving process um, based on the different work that I'm doing, kind of where I'm growing in my life, but boundaries is a huge principle of mine, and um, boundaries for our personal relationships, and boundaries for our professional relationships, so that's been really, really important to me, and really just prioritizing. And I know that that sounds very superficial, but that's been the biggest driver for me is prioritizing the things that I care about, which for me are family, first and foremost, being a present and being a good mom and running a company that I love and empowering the women that we work with. So as long as those three things are being actualized in the work that I do, then the guiding principles are to just maintain focus on those things and maintain mental health as much as possible.
0: Um, with, so right now with the, you know, uh Avar is this time that we're in, right? It's a, it's a very different time and the uh, world is not going to be the same. We're heading towards a change. How, in your opinion, what do you think, how can women utilize this time right now? Those who want to wanted to pursue this or even haven't even thought about this perhaps but have the skill set have something you need to offer
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So a lot of people think that entrepreneurship um, Well, let me preface that Entrepreneurship is risky like, you know Just because you have boundaries and just because you have all these amazing guiding principles doesn't mean that it's not hard or that It's not risky. It is risky However I think that there's with this coronavirus and so many millions of people being laid off and furloughed my mom being one of them right so I, like I know a lot of people who have been let go of their jobs um, entrepreneurship is actually one of the safest things that you could ever do for yourself if you could get through those first three to five years which is where 90% of startups and small businesses fail right that's like a known uh, stat if you can get through that and you can actually, create a business that gives you the flexibility to bring your full self into work and actually enjoy what you do and gives you the financial stability, it's one of the best things you actually could do, right? And I think the fact that all these literally millions and millions of people have lost their jobs is an unfortunate reality that we oftentimes rely so much on external forces to maintain our stability. And Right now, the coronavirus, I mean, if you've been forced into entrepreneurship the way that I was, I was forced into entrepreneurship just in a different way. But, you know, perhaps this might be an opportunity for someone to think about that business that they've been wanting to start or that blog that they've been wanting to start because one year from now, our world is going to look very, very different. And it's a really great opportunity to build something that's exclusively yours outside of the reliance of, of someone else
0: i loved what you shared that world is going to be different in a year from today um we, what are your thoughts about resilience how does the resilience come into that play like you mm-hmm. know as giving yourself five to six years because a lot of times you feel like you know as myself when i was starting out i was like figuring it out myself i was new in this and you know, it's easy to be like, oh, it's not working, but it's just, you know, what are your thoughts about resilience? Yeah. Having that sense to keep going.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day about their, in terms of entrepreneurship, there's really two groups. There are dreamers and there are doers, right? There are people that dream about having a business and there are people that do go out and create a business. Um, and if you are in the doer category... Resilience is something that I think is innate in you at some level. I don't think resilience is something that you can teach. I think it's something that you learn over time through just overcoming certain challenges. Um that's not to say that dreamers can't do, right? But typically you do see there's a big difference between the entrepreneurs that make it. They're mm-hmm. the ones that go out and do. They do have resilience, they have tenacity. They listen to their customers. They pivot when they see that something's wrong in their business. They, they make changes based on information. Um, and I think that that's what makes someone very resilient. And then kind of to piggyback off of that, um, resiliency, I think, is also related to keeping perspective. And even I struggle with this, like, on the daily. I actually have a journal that I keep on my desk, and when I'm feeling super overwhelmed. Like I'm in the weeds with my business. Yeah. I just take a step back and I just journal for myself. Like, what am I proud of? What, what am I happy? Like, what's a, What's a win for me? Did I get a new member? Was I on a new podcast? Like was a blog was, was yeah. one of my articles published? Like just something, something that's yeah. a win or did I wash my hair this week? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. sometimes that's also a win and that helps me maintain resiliency because I'm able to keep perspective.
0: I love what you just shared and so many struggle with that. And I'm going to tie in comparing your success with someone who is there maybe where you want to be and how important you think that is not to look at that and not changing your perspective on it and looking, celebrating your wins. Like, oh, I got published. That's awesome. Because there was a time that you didn't get published and you were dreaming about being published. And now that you're published, now you're like, oh, I'm so the importance of not comparing you know, you, you have to be a better version with you, you know, from yesterday. So Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts about?
1: Yeah, this is so tricky. Yeah, no, great question. This is so tricky too, because we live in such a digital society where everyone is comparing each other on Instagram, right, or on Facebook or whatever. So again, I think it goes back to values. What is it that you value? You know, what do you value in life? Do you want to be mega rich and First of all, there's nothing wrong with having a super successful yeah. company. I'm on that yeah. trajectory and I think that's great, right? Yeah. Um, however, it's about understanding your personal values and then understanding how those things relate to business. Um, I just lost what we were doing. Hopefully, you can cut yeah, this piece. You what was the know, question?
0: I just- yeah, so you know how it affects your mental health when you're you when you're you you can lose your own game if you're comparing yes. yourself to like right if right. you lose your own game you can start like going the downhill when just like you mentioned about journaling then that's I think that would be a good way to go back to the journal being like no this is what I did really great so that's yes. why I was tying it back to the comparison like you can have goals and you can't you know, admire, uh, you know, entrepreneurs who have been there, done that, and just take their story, but then owning your own story too. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, I have takes, and I have my own unique self, and I'm going to get, I'm going to reach my goals that I have set for myself. So owning, uh, you know, your value, like you said. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Soho, um, uh, um, your company, uh, the membership. I want to talk about the education, you know, how is an educational platform? Uh, What was your inspiration behind it?
1: Sure, so it actually goes back to my agency days. so after our agency, we decided we wanted to have a family, and from there on, I went to work for a global nonprofit organization, um, you know creating and building entrepreneurial ecosystems around the globe and it was such a cool job. I really loved it and then since then, I went to um, doing branding and marketing consulting for other corporations, and I honestly just wasn't very fulfilled like I love working with bigger teams that's great but just this rat race of consulting was very unfulfilling to me. And I've always, you know, since I sort of was forced into entrepreneurship, I really found my identity. I found my tribe with entrepreneurs and I loved working with female founders. But the problem is that small business owners didn't have the funds to bring me on board Right as a strategist. So I just really did some soul searching and I was like, okay, what what are what are the ways that I could provide value at a uh, how can I deliver value that is meaningful and affordable for the customer that I want to serve and I want to show up for? And so that's how I got into creating online courses because I figured out how to productize basically my brain, (laughs) productize my knowledge and like all the frameworks that i've used with bigger brands and put them into courses and workshops and guides and digital products that early stage female founders can actually use and implement in their own businesses so that's where the big pivot for me came was because i really didn't want to consult anymore and i didn't want to have this one-to-one transaction of value i wanted to have this one-to-many transaction of value and so that's where SoHouse is today is creating that value through education.
0: That, that's amazing and so many so many can use that and then you have a monthly membership right on the people can join. Yeah I and do. One of the different uh, so besides uh, courses what else does it have like a um, blog I know I contribute to the blog You, as well. you are a
1: writer yes.
0: <laughs> and so uh, so there's blogs and uh, workshops So then workshops are for people who, um, uh, for those who are actually members or how does, how does one like signs up for for the membership?
1: Yeah, sure. So the membership is managed like a Netflix subscription. It's just a month to month membership. Um, I do have something called an annual insider, which is if someone wants to be an annual member, um, Mm -hmm. they get a 15% discount on the membership. They also get a private one-on-one onboarding strategy session with me as well as a social media shout out, which I think is just very helpful to bring exposure to their brand, Um, but it's not a requirement to be an annual member, but you do have those benefits if you do. Otherwise, the membership is only $29 a month. It's very affordable. It's very accessible to all founders of all stages, and really the benefit is members get access to something that I call the SoHouse Vault, and Mm -hmm. this is um, member-only access of branding and marketing courses that I create as well as a resource library of all of our digital workshops. And our digital workshops are actually open to the public and they're all free, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And so yeah. I, bring, I bring in different mentors and women to discuss various marketing topics. We just had someone discuss podcasting and mm-hmm. how podcasting is a great medium to build authority. We have a copywriting workshop coming up next week about how to write marketing copy that sells. All kinds of really great branding and marketing related workshops. And those are open to the public and free for everyone. However, all of those are recorded for our members and they're uploaded into our resource library. So our members, if they can't attend the live sessions, or maybe they just want to catch it later, they get lifetime access, however long they're a member to all of those workshop recordings and any PDF or resource that was shared. And then sort of the last piece of the membership is... As part of their membership, they also get access to a section of the vault called um, Insider Tools, and these are like customizable templates. These are ebooks, these are one-pagers, these are downloadable mm-hmm. worksheets—things that women can actually use in their business immediately. So that's kind of how the workshop is spread up: courses, workshops, and then um, templates and guides.
0: I, I absolutely love. Uh, what are you doing Thank and you. Uh, your price point is like so yeah it's, such a, it's a good price point where you're giving all this information and if someone if they can't really hire someone like a strategist they can just work uh you know join the membership and they get you know access to all these different uh, values and i mm-hmm. uh, have this community where you can you exchange ideas and you make connections and you yes. collaborate
1: yes. Yes, and thank you for bringing that up because I forgot to mention that. We do have a Slack community as well, and that's private. So all of our members are on Slack, and it's just a really great way to share resources. So like a really good example, one of our members just took um, Sarah Blakely's class on entrepreneurship on Masterclass, Mm -hmm. and um, she gave us all access. So like Mm -hmm. that's just a really good example of how our members support each other. I support the members as well. They can direct message each other or direct message me if they have a question about something. So it's really intended to be a support system and an accountability system for female founders.
0: It really is. And, you know, with my own experience with being a contribute writer um, for Soul House, it's been a pleasure uh, just the communication just the warmth that I feel through the emails. And um, it's, it's a beautiful community. And I would, I, I can't wait to share um, how they can contact and all that information. Yeah. And,
1: uh, Thank you, and likewise, I love having you as a contributor. I love your work, and I think it's so valuable and so meaningful. So I'm very grateful for you being one of our writers.
0: Um. So, um, tell me one last thing. Um, which book really was a game changer for you?
1: Oh my gosh, so many. I know. I know we all. Have so That's a great many. question. Okay, so you, know, you can
0: name two if, if it's so I, hard. I'm gonna have okay, to. I, it's really hard. Just yeah, just say one. I have a, a really I have a
1: personal book. book and I have a professional book, so I'll name both. Yeah. My yeah. personal book is um, oh my god, I just I just blanked on the title. <laughs> <laughs> I know that eat pray love. Is it eat pray love? No. Yeah, yeah by Elizabeth yeah. Gilbert. Eat pray love. Oh, yes. It turned into a movie. I never I never actually saw the movie, but I read the book, and it's well, one of my. Is it? Okay. It's yeah. one of my favorite books. I mean, it's just about spirituality. It's about enlightenment. It. It's about my, I mean, it's just, I love her story. I love her writing. Yeah. I mean, there, there are not very many books that literally make me laugh out loud and make me just like really think about my life and very, be very introspective, which I am naturally, but like that book I just love. So I, that would be my, one of my personal favorite books. Yeah. From a professional perspective, this is um, a book that's been out for a while. It's called The Lean Startup. And Mm. I've actually been featured on the Lean Startup podcast. And it's all about how to use lean and agile principles to grow your business. And this is actually one of the things that I teach in our community. So for example, Lean Startup is all about prioritizing the things in your business that really matter. So as founders, We have like a zillion things we can be doing at all times. And so if you've got some lean startup principles under your belt, it'll help you better prioritize. It helps you think about how to build minimum viable products. It's just like it's such a great resource in a different way to approach building businesses. And um, the lean startup has been a game changer for me. And I, I came across that book probably about 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I love both of the books. And I especially love the Eat, Pray, Love, too. I and mean, my own Eat, Pray, Love journey. So I can so relate to that book. Aww. And I totally agree. So it's such a beautiful and heartwarming book. Yeah. Um, okay, well, it was such a delight to chat with you. It's like we're sitting and having virtual coffee and chit-chatting on uh, how to show up, how to show up for yourself. And I can't wait to share this episode uh, with my audience. Yes. And, uh, Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank
1: you for having me. It was great.
0: Thanks. Thank you, everyone. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Friday. Bye.